Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coffee with a Recruiter podcast. I'm your host, Jose Marchena, and today I wanted to discuss tips on staying motivated professionally. So why this episode? Well, because we all have dips in our motivation, myself included. As you may have noticed, the pandemic hasn't helped our spirits much. If you're employed, uh, then you're having to deal with a flood of candidates, or you might be worried about the safety of your job, or if you're unemployed, then you're worried about finding a job. And this leads to a lack of motivation, this leads to, well, problems in getting out of bed and getting productive and smashing your targets or whatever it may be. So first of all, I wanted to talk about intrinsic motivations versus external motivations, like bonuses and commission. And I wanted to talk also about five tips on how you can build your internal motivations. And I'll explain all of this um, as I go along. And I'll use my profession as an example. I'm a recruiter, but these tips and insights can be used outside of the recruitment realm also. Um, And to do this, I'll use the book Drive by Daniel Pink. And uh, I might reference a few cooking shows along the way. I've been watching way too many cooking shows, but they're actually quite useful for the arguments that I'm going to make. Now, before starting, I wanted to tell you that I have recently, um, I've launched the website. Uh, It's called coffeewithrecruiter.com. The link is in the episode description, and I'm going to be posting a lot of blogs on this website. There's going to be cool written insights on recruitment, productivity, and career advice, Um, things that I've been reading and recommendations that I can make and I'll be improving it and updating it quite often it's uh, the plan is to launch a perhaps a weekly email newsletter maybe in mid-October so I'm still building the ideas as I go along but maybe the aim is going to be mid-October so please check it out hopefully you'll like it and now on to the tips So the book I read for this episode is, um, it's from Daniel Pink, and he's the author of the book Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. I read the book Drive, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one. It's, it's, a, it's a very interesting book. And one of the things that he mentions is that, well, he draws on many studies to show that human beings are best motivated by an internal drive to achieve mastery. People can then bring passion to their goals, which leads to better ethical behavior, better enjoyment, performance, and even creativity. And by internal motivations, he means that internal drive of liking what you do and being good at it and just loving the process, no matter what the outcome almost. So it's that sort of, you know, what's what's in your heart and why you like your job and why you enjoy coming coming to work every day and doing what you do Um, and I'll explain this concept a bit further um, in the in the next few tips but one of the other things that the author discusses that Daniel Pink discusses is extrinsic motivators like sales targets or even commission in our profession as recruiters and how this can lead to um, negative behaviors So he describes it as people taking the quickest route to success when you have an external motivator like commission, right? Because all you're thinking about is that commission, that monetary reward, that carrot um, that that you're chasing as an incentive, right? And this can lead to behaving unethically. Um, It can also lead to lower performance. It can also lead to 
um, uh, a lack of creativity. And Pink mentions a number of studies, but he also mentions examples. And one of the examples he mentions is the American department store Sears. How I believe in the 90s, they imposed sales quota on their auto repair staff. Um, and, and the workers then responded to this sales quota by overcharging customers and completing unnecessary repairs. So essentially, developing our own intrinsic motivations is important. And the good thing about this is that you can actually develop these internal motivators. I'll be switching between those terms, intrinsic and internal. And it's something you can develop, and it's not something you need to be born with. You can actually develop this along the way. But how then? So Pink mentions a, a number of tips, but I wanted to bring forward the top ones that you can use right now. So one of the first things you can do uh, to develop your motivation, internal motivation that is, is ask yourself what Pink calls the big question. So roughly speaking, what you need to do in this tip is ask yourself, what's the big purpose of your career? Think about the end of your career when you're older and in one sentence, what do you want to be remembered for? Now, Pink is involved in politics, so he mentions a few things. He mentions mostly American presidents as examples. So, for example, Abraham Lincoln is remembered for preserving the Union and freeing the slaves. Franklin Roosevelt is remembered for winning the Second World War. Um, but you don't need to be a president. I mean, one example that I wanted to bring forward is, again, cooking shows and, and chefs. And chefs are are pretty simple people, right? I mean... If on the surface, at least. So one thing I wanted to present is look at, for example, Anthony Bourdain. Um, he's also or was also a very well-known chef, but he did a lot of travel documentaries. Um, no Reservations is one of them. It's really good. You should check it out. And nowadays he's remembered for more or less his anthropological approach to foreign food and, and cultures and analyzing the the, the um, culinary subculture in the U.S. and in particular in, in New York in his books, right? And you can easily apply this to recruitment because ultimately there can be internal motivators when it comes to recruitment. Um, I mean, you're changing people's lives, you're helping them find happiness eight hours a day, wherever it is they might switch jobs to. And personally, like for me, it's also about proving that recruitment is something... Not, not like a shady profession as it's professed here in, in London, right? I mean, recruiters don't have the best reputation. But for me, it's something that I want to prove that it's also a respected profession that requires skill and it carries a social obligation to, to do good in society, right? So whatever your profession, ask yourself this. What's, your, what's the answer to your big question, your main purpose in the grand scheme of things? Let's put it that way. So the second tip that I wanted to discuss is ask yourself the small question. So what does this mean? At the end of each day, ask yourself if you're better today compared to yesterday. And the key here is to think about new, different and very small ways of improving yourself. And it doesn't need to be huge changes. 
but we're talking millimeters, the slightest little improvement you can make. And it can be different things for different people, depending on your profession. It can be simple things like adding maybe five or ten minutes of mindfulness to your daily routine. It can mean waking up early. It can mean writing down your goals or following a Udemy course or or improving your reach outs every day, doing an extra one, for example. It can be anything, right? And it doesn't have to be difficult things also. It can be things that you can do right now, right? So one of the few things that I've been doing lately is writing my goals down in a notebook. Um, and one of the, the key things that I do every day when I'm at work is measuring my, my recruitment metrics. And uh, lately I've been also doing some Udemy courses. So again, tiny things that you can do, but very effective things. So ask yourself at the end of each day, how have you improved today compared to yesterday? So tip number three, everyone. So tip number three is measuring your state of flow roughly every hour or so at work. So what is flow? Flow is a mental state where productivity is high, goals are clear and challenges are just at the right difficulty. And it's and if you achieve all of this, you you cause that feeling of living deeply in the moment right when you're deeply focused at work and you don't see time and everything is going smoothly and you're having just just a lot of fun, right? So one of the things that you need to look at is what moments of the day or activities cause flow. You can look at what time of the day it is when when this is caused or what activities and use this information to create more of these moments. So just let's just take a deep dive on that because there's different ways to identify flow. So one of the ones that I mentioned is um, looking at the time of the day, right? Um, so for example, if you're a morning person, then do your most valuable work in the morning because you have high energy. So you can combine that and do certain activities. Same goes for if you're more of a midday or late afternoon person, do your high value work when you feel best, right? Um, it can also be maybe a particular day of the week. Maybe you like to get your more high value activities on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or maybe in the middle or in the end of the week. Uh, you can also look at, um, you know, are you in a state of flow when you're alone? Or maybe you're energized by being surrounded by people. Are you in a state of flow when listening to music or in complete silence? So the key here is to look at what times of the day, days of the week, uh, what people, what activities, maybe even what music uh, or what tasks at work cause that state of flow and take advantage of that and do more of it. Okay, tip number four. So tip number four is called taking a Sagmeister. And what is this? So basically, it's based on the designer, Stefan Sagmeister, and he does the following. Every seven years, he closes his his graphic design shop and tells his clients that he's going to be away for a year. So in a year, he, he just goes off on a sabbatical. He goes to live somewhere else and tries out new things. And the ideas generated in this time off 
often provide the income for the next seven years. Now, obviously we live in strange times, so it's not easy to take a sabbatical or a Sagmeister, right? But, depending on your situation, this can be somewhat of a Sagmeister for you. Now, to give you a personal example, I've been on furlough since mid-May, and then redundancy in in mid-August. And obviously it's tough, right? I mean, this has been a tough period, but I'm almost grateful because it's provided me with this time and energy and creativity to, to do this podcast, to follow courses, to learn new skills, and to get new perspectives by speaking to different people. <clears throat> so this can be one example, right, of how to take a somewhat of an unwanted Sagmeister, but taking a little bit of time off in order to refresh yourself, your skills, your perspectives, and, and start fresh. Okay, everyone, so the final tip is to give yourself a performance review. And, well, what does this mean? So this sounds a lot like sales targets or commission type stuff. Forget about it. It's not, it's not that. It's something quite different. So instead of having external goals, goals imposed on you, you set your own goals. Now, the trick here is the following. Set yourself mainly learning goals, but sprinkle on top a little bit of performance goals, okay? So focus on things you can learn and improve upon yourself. Additionally, use a combination of smaller and bigger goals. And the reason for that is with the smaller goals, you'll definitely achieve something along the way. And by achieving small bits and pieces, you, you continue that motivation because you've achieved. So that's energizing, that's motivating. And then by achieving the smaller goals, you get the motivation to achieve the bigger goals. And then every few weeks, for example, at the end of every month, you can then look at yourself and assess yourself and see, hey, what, what can go better and what went really well? Okay, and then you assess yourself and be honest, right? Where did you go wrong? Where could you have been a bit more energetic, a bit more motivated? Um, And learn from those experiences. Um, On a side note, it helps also to have a buddy in this process that can help you improve, right? So almost like a commitment buddy, someone that can assess, assess you for yourself also and be critical and motivate you, right? Not like a boss, not like a... Uh, a boss at work, or uh, a line manager, none of that. Just a good friend, like a buddy that can help you out. Well, there you have it, team. So, to summarize, be sure to develop those internal motivators. Forget about commission, sales targets, all of that. Develop that internal drive. And how do you develop that? Ask yourself the big question. What's the purpose of my career? Ask yourself the small question. How did I improve today compared to yesterday? Measure your state of flow. Take a Sagmeister if possible. And give yourself a performance review at the end of each month. So the book has many more tips. But these should be the ones to get you started. Um, you'll, you can find much more in the description of this episode. Thanks again. Stay motivated and stay safe.